Here comes the money. Shane McMahon has caused waves throughout the wrestling world today as it appears that all plans for Shane McMahon leading to the road to WrestleMania have been thrown out the window. We will discuss a lot about that as a lot has come out on that story today. Also, some top WWE superstars, their 90-day no-compete clauses are done. They are now free and clear to do whatever they want in the world of pro wrestling. We will discuss who is involved in that list. And Booker T says, one top WWE superstar is now going to be considered a babyface. Let's see if we agree with Booker because it's time. It's time for the Sports Key to Wrestling. Top story. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What is up, everybody? JB here. I am uh, I am joined. It is a Believe in Rest Pro Wrestling podcast invasion. As tonight, I am joined by none other than Rick Uccino and Sid SP3. Gentlemen, how's it going today? Wait, did you just say an invasion? Like, the name on the contract reads McMahon, but it's not Vince McMahon. Oh, it's sure it's Shane either. McMahon. <laughs> sure as hell ain't about that kind of invasion angle going on here? Sure as hell ain't Shane on the contract anymore, is it? Uh, how you doing, Sid? I'm doing well. What a crazy uh, news day that we're going to have to unwrap here. And uh, Shane O'Mac to AEW confirmed. <laughs> let, me, let me do my... <laughs> Just oh, another yeah. free agent for Tony Khan to just snatch up like that. He wasted no time bringing Brian Brian Kendrickson in. I got a McMahon, and it ain't Vance. Yeah, yeah, Brian Kendrick Moxley tonight on Dynamite. That's going to be a, a hell of a match I'm looking forward to. I hope we get uh, the old Brian Kendrick back. I hope he wants to wrestle as much as he wants to you know, physically do it. So uh, I'm excited for that. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, let's uh, – oh, boy. Lots to uh, lots to talk here. Uh, let's just uh, let's cover that top story. There's a lot to unravel here. Uh, there has been a report that basically the word is that Shane McMahon has been quietly let go, according to Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer. It is uh, reported that Shane McMahon is out of the company. It is unknown whether his talent deal was terminated or if just plans for him the next two months were simply dropped. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of rumors uh, surrounding uh, Shane McMahon and what he was going to do coming up here on the road to WrestleMania. There were reports that he was supposed to be in the Elimination Chamber in some capacity in a match, not in the Chamber match itself per se, but some capacity. And then, of course, a WrestleMania feud as well. Gentlemen, I'll start with Rick. What are your thoughts on this, just this crazy news about Shane McMahon. Yeah, and uh, let's give credit where credit's due. Ringside News did report this first, and Dave Meltzer and, and Fightful Select have, have uh, confirmed it. And also, you know, Ringside, not always the most accurate, but it's, it appears that they had their fingers on the pulse for uh, for this one, and they have been more accurate as of late. So I'll give credit where credit's due on that one. Uh, but there, there's a lot stemming from this. More important, Most importantly, like, one of the reasons why this was happened is because of what Shane is accused of doing at the Royal Rumble, which was he was not on the internal like producer sheet for the men's Royal Rumble match, but he was brought in to help out and did pretty much the exact opposite of that and basically went into business for himself, was reportedly yeah. more concerned about his positioning in the match 
than anything. And a lot of his ideas were turned down by Vince. He changed a lot of things uh, that Vince wanted and that this was just complete and total chaos surrounding the men's Royal Rumble match. And anybody who watched that men's Royal Rumble match knew something went wrong because that thing was terrible. It was yeah. nonsensical. There was nothing cohesive about that thing at all. And the fact that Shane McMahon still ended up in the match to me is mind-boggling, let alone eliminating Kevin Owens. The entire thing, the entire thing, that all I can say is, is disappointment that WWE was so disjointed, so chaotic, that they let one of their biggest events of the year just get completely and totally trashed because clearly their on-screen product is not the most important thing to them. Otherwise, this would not happen. This is the men's Royal Rumble. You should have this solidified, lockstep, delivered plan set in place a couple of days out at the very least. And if you want to make some minor tweaks, okay, fine. And this is part of an even bigger problem of the fact that we don't know what the WWE Championship match is. They couldn't figure out anybody else other than Brock Lesnar. But hey, if Brock Lesnar was reportedly your favorite to win for weeks out. What the hell's the damn problem? What's yeah. up with all the last minute changes? If you knew who the winner was, the rest of this should have fallen into place pretty easily. And again, I'm also disappointed in the fact that Shane, who I, I like, I think is a very underrated performer. I, I appreciate everything that he has put his body through for us, the yeah. fans over the years. Oh yeah. But for him to come in, at 52 and going to business for himself to try to set up his WrestleMania plans and this, that, and the other thing, when the company itself has a massive problem in building younger stars for the future, it's all just very disappointing. I'm disappointed in WWE. I'm disappointed in Shane O'Mac. And that, of course, is if all of this uh, is true. It's all allegations and reports at this yeah, point. Lot of, it's, it's just, it's, it's, I can't think of a better word to describe it than just disappointing. A lot of people in there thinking it's a work. I don't know if it's necessarily a work. It's Ain't our no talent. Uh, because uh, otherwise uh, we would have seen Shane on Rock. Is like a, I think PW Insider reported that Shane was set to have a match at Elimination Chamber. It was not known what it was going to be, but it was uh, uh, Shane was scheduled to be a regular on Raw going into the road to WrestleMania and then have a WrestleMania match. My thought, uh, my immediately, my thought on Top Story a couple of days ago was he would have a tag match with Austin Theory. Vince would put it together. It would blow up. That would set Shane and Austin Theory at Mania. That was my ultimate guess. And that Sid, would have made sense. And that mm -hmm. would have been fine. That would have been uh, fine. Sid, uh, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Um, I'm I'm honestly, I, I'm not bothered by Shane McMahon coming in and wanting to set up the road to WrestleMania through the Royal Rumble. Because honestly, I tell you guys, I wish a lot of stars that have the pull to do that would do more of that kind of stuff. I, Go into I business talk, for themselves. I talk about it all the time in, on Believe in Pro Wrestling with, with Rick that I wish Becky Lynch would have opened up her mouth and said, I should be a babyface when I return. I yeah. wish that, that there was guys like... Kevin Owens, who just signed a $3 million deal that would have said, I want to set up this for WrestleMania. This is my idea. This is how you can set it up in the Royal Rumble. I wish we heard more of that. Honestly, yeah. all this information that we've heard about Shane McMahon, it comes off as WWE using him as a scapegoat. Yeah. I, don't, I, 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 I am hesitant to believe it's as bad as Shane McMahon is the sole catalyst of this poor reception 
for the Royal Rumble because he was causing chaos. He's one person, like yeah. this man. You are you are the final say on everything in this company. It doesn't matter what Shane says, and obviously we've seen over the last couple of months. It doesn't matter what Triple H says or what Triple H thought. You see that every single Tuesday on NXT 2.0. <laughs> so. Yeah. Shane McMahon, I don't think, should be getting the brunt of the blame. It comes down to the same person we would give the credit to if everything works out because he's the final say. Is the same person we should put most of this blame on the Men's Royal Rumble coming off poorly. It should be on Vince McMahon. I think that all of this is a scapegoat type kind of thing for mm -hmm. Shane McMahon. I think that it's good for him to kind of be out there. And he hasn't technically been in the company all this time. He's kind of been a talent. He's gone. He's done stints. And then he leaves. This one, unfortunately, it was a lot of differences, a lot of chaos being happening. I think that shame might have been a problem backstage. But to put all this brunt of this blame on him for the Men's Royal Rumble, I'm not with it. And I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't say all the blame, well, you know, deserved to go on Shane, but obviously no. he was he caused enough problems backstage with his producers and everybody else that they felt that this move needed to be made. But again, it's all part of the bigger picture of WWE constantly making last minute changes and not finalizing plans. And I care and I, I still don't know if they know what they want their WWE championship match to be at WrestleMania. And that's a major problem at this point in the game. Yeah, my I guess do. I do. They've, right. they've known ever since day one, ladies and gentlemen, it's a title versus title match. There's no bigger there's no bigger match that the WWE title can be involved in than Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. We've all tried to think crazy situations or WWE title matches that would be better. But honestly, I have not heard any option that's better than Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. I'll be honest. Yeah. Kevin Owens versus and Seth Rollins in and of itself, is part of the problem that WWE does not have anybody else who can fill that program right now. No, and we, we, we've been saying this ever since Saturday night on the post show. John Alba had tweeted uh, the perfect thing. WWE has done such a crappy job building stars that this is where they're at with the Rumble. And, uh, you know, my, you know I, I still do not think it's going to be title versus title. Uh I don't, you know, I don't trust creative to get their way out of it when it's a split the belts up again. I think uh, well, it doesn't on, have to be a unification. You can have either Brock two belts or Roman two reigns. You can do yeah. either one of those situations, and then you could have either person on both shows defending both titles. True, true. But, you know, nobody has said unification. And by the way, I'm really proud of Roman two reigns. I, I thought that one was pretty good yeah anyway. there you go that they put that on a t-shirt I, I i don't know i'm still not thinking it's going to be title for title i think it's going to be randy and riddle possibly uh we'll see what happens though i don't know where randy was this week uh, that was kind of inconspicuous because he was supposed to be on raw uh nobody quite knows what it was going on there exactly um so my guess was it's going to be uh riddle win i, I i'm predicting riddle winning the chamber match i'm predicting roman screwing brock again obviously brock still has his choice of champions so uh you know i i, I don't so i don't foresee brock winning the chamber match i think he's going to get screwed somehow the i whether it be all of the bloodline coming in and just totally wrecking lesnar you know i i don't think he's going to win that match we'll see I, I I just think that 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 diminishes the whole chamber gimmick, honestly. Like yeah. I, I think I think the best option for WWE, honestly, is the title versus title match because Riddle and Randy doesn't need the title, and it's not about the title. And they don't yeah, need to be I broken think, up yet either. 
Yeah, here's the thing, and I and I've said yeah, and I've said this on the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast, which by the way, I did share that link in the comment section. So make sure you click on it and subscribe. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. We're trying to work our way towards monetization, but uh, you don't everybody thinks that if it's Randall and Randall and Riddle uh, with one another, that they have to break up. I think it would be very intriguing if Riddle did win the Elimination Chamber, came out as WWE champion, and then Randy Orton, you know, as a mentor to him, they remained friends, but he somehow became the number one contender. And then they both, babyface versus babyface, partner versus partner, fought yeah. for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. And then that was the starting point for the split. You don't have to rush a split first. They can still be cool with one another heading into WrestleMania yeah. and then maybe Riddle wins that match over Orton and then that is what starts uh the decline between RK Bro and you can extend that out over the course of the of the summer. And it's funny, the original plan was to have them broken up by SummerSlam last year, but it went so well and I and you can just tell by looking at Randy and his demeanor in the ring that he is just enjoying the hell out of this partnership with RK Bro. So uh, that's why it's continued. And and maybe it doesn't necessarily, they don't necessarily have to break up. I don't think, Hey, wow. we got a run in live from Chicago ahead of AEW Chicago. dynamite. And it looks like Chicago. he froze. <laughs> we got a black screen of, of Kev Kellum. Uh, maybe we can get Oh, this Kevin. is the winter storm. This is what this is. This is what this yeah. looks like. Kevin oh, it's, bla oh it's, it's black snow in Chicago. That's not good. Jeez. Yeah, uh, uh, two, up to two feet of snow uh, that has thankfully barely missed me. So uh, I, I just get the cold weather. Uh, hopefully Kev can come back. Uh, yeah, we're getting ice in the natty. This is going to suck. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. So hopefully... Uh, Oh, we got a, we got a, maybe, a, maybe, a, maybe, maybe, oh, hey, maybe there's Kevin. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> What's up boys? How you doing? We are uh, talk we are talking doing? the uh, Shane O'Mac news. Cause that's just caught up like wildfire today. Uh, you are uh, right at the arena uh, for AEW dynamite tonight. What's it like out there, man? Well, there was a concern for snow. I mean, uh, you know, a torrential downpour of snow here in the Midwest, uh, some parts of Illinois, just about an hour south of us got, you know, 15 inches since about 9 a.m. this morning. Uh, and I thought it was going to be pretty bad. Uh, there's a lot of people I know that were going to the show tonight for AEW Dynamite at the Winterest Arena uh, that were on the fence about buying a ticket. AEW been been here a lot in the last year and a half. Maybe they wanted to go to the Royal Rumble, which is, you know, a day trip down last weekend, you know. Uh, and then they heard Punk versus MJF. They're like, ah, oh, no, 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 okay, okay, yeah. But then today with the snow, there's plenty of people like, nah, I'm not going. I know people that have tickets that are not going tonight because they thought the snow was going to be that bad. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And yeah, like I said, thankfully it's missing us. And so it looks like it it really hasn't hit as hard as it was supposed to, huh? No, it, it hasn't hit as hard as it thought. I mean, I took an Uber over here from my place, which I thought would take a while and be pricey and was moderate at best, you know. Uh, behind me is Reggie's Rock Room. This is where I'm doing the after-party comedy show later yeah. on tonight. If you know yeah. anyone, I'm yeah. tag them. Yeah, if anybody's uh, so, going oh, to Dynamite tonight, go down the street two blocks from it, right? Yeah, two blocks. Uh, great food, by the way. It's probably the best wing buffet in the city. Uh, and and then it's a rock club at the same time and good beer and all that stuff. And uh, hopefully with some friends show up. And there's a bus that'll make you walk the two blocks if you don't want to get your sneakers wet in the snow. Uh, but, uh, no, I mean, quite the vibe here tonight. I mean, this is this to me, this is a one-match show. This is Punk versus yeah. MJF. Well, hey, don't forget, uh, Kev. 
Well, hang on. We, we do have some breaking news here real quick. Uh, breaking news tweeted by Tony Khan. There has been a change to the card tonight. Uh, he wrote on Twitter, quote, we have been made aware of abhorrent and offensive comments made in the past by Brian Kendrick. No room in AEW for the views expressed by Brian. We think it's best for all that he be pulled from tonight's card as we gather more information and we will announce a replacement as soon as possible. Brian Kendrick was supposed to face John Moxley tonight and he has now been pulled from the show. Uh, just a day, really, after getting his release from WWE and being brought into AEW. What do we know? Uh, do we know any more information as to what uh, those comments so, may have been? Yeah, SP3, you wanna you wanna fill them in on uh, this? One? This is hey, this is news to me, gentlemen. I'm sorry. Uh, David Bixenspan uh, posted a, an old interview that Brian Kendrick had on High Spots, where he basically was a Holocaust denier. And he said a lot of uh, offensive uh, things. So. And Whoopi Goldberg just got pulled from the View because of that. Wow. Yay! Yay! Uh, Dodge a bullet. Let's uh, let's change stuff that he said about Sandy Hook as well. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a lot Yikes. of stuff that, that he I said. I did not know that. Just... I did not oh, know boy. that. Hey, not Kev, good. by the way, you're at maybe a good show because guess what today is? It is the end of some 90-day no-competes, which we're going to get into in a little uh, bit. There is some talk of that here in Chicago. I've heard some rumblings, but nothing I could share that would I, I would feel would be credible, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, and just like, you know, I was in St. Louis and I had people coming up to me and saying, hey, you were sports Kita. I saw this guy that looks like the rock at the airport, and I was I was nice and polite and – uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. uh and uh, I'm texting my editor right now. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, but I've I've also heard that there's there's an issue tonight with with how many tickets are sold for the show. So yeah. I, I can tell you I can tell you from talking to people with the with this uh, that people who are gonna see this on television, the immediate thing they're gonna be like, Why isn't it sold out? It's punk in Chicago, why isn't it sold out? Yeah. Uh, and that I can tell you from talking to people I know familiar with the venue. That was a concern. Why is this not sold out? It's this show, this week, this match, uh, and some people closer to the, closer in contact with the venue were concerned as to why that match with MJF was not announced much further in advance to move tickets for the show. Exactly. Plus, you've been running Chicago so much lately, yeah. and then you on top of that, you throw in the weather. With the weather not being so bad, maybe they get a lot more walk up uh, tickets tonight. Who knows? Yeah, there, there are some people you know here at Red. You know, people, this is a common thing. Wintrust, the DePaul Blue Demons play at Wintrust Arena. This is the common spot where people will come. If there's something big at the United Center, which is a short Uber away from here, yeah. you know, Bulls, Hawks pregames, there'll be people here too for those games. Um, almost everybody in here I'm talking to. So like, yeah, I bought tickets today for AEW. Um, but I also checked with the venue today and you know, they, they've maybe sold three to 400 tickets day of, which is not a bad number. You know, yeah. this is still going to be, this is still going to be like six, 7,000 people, you know, yeah. here at the show. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's worth, it's worth knowing. But I do think that'll be something for the television audience that they're like, wait, wait you know, like there's going to be a little bit of a disconnect there. If the match is great, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, we're not done with the Shane O'Mac story, but let's just talk real quick about our, our second story. A lot of top WWE superstars were let go, and uh, their 90-day no-competes are up as of today. That includes Mia Yim, Karrion Cross, Davey Boy Smith Jr., Oni Lorcan, Grand Metalik, Lince Dorado, B-Fab, Nia Jax, Ember Moon, Eva Marie. Kev, do you expect anybody to show up tonight? Wouldn't surprise me if one of them are here. You know, any, it really, any, really would surprise me if one of them were Any there. leader in the clubhouse, so to speak? Killer Cross would have to be the main leader in that. Um, it, 
I, they do have a lot of characters that are similar to him in all wrestling, and he is a character-based performer. Um, but I do think he's a guy who has a certain pedigree. The fact that he is big and slower, but that is that doesn't hold him back, would really make him stand out in the same way that Malachi Black gets over because he's very, he's very much a character mm-hmm. and he's slower, whereas everyone else is a different type of look, and they're very, very fast, and he's methodical. In that regard, and it, for lack of a better phrase, sometimes that stands out. You know, sometimes a big, heavy, slow song is fat. It plays a little bit different than like a fast, heavy song. You know, yeah. um, so I, I, I would, I would go with him. But it wouldn't surprise me if any of those women were on this show. Yeah. If Ember Moon popped up on this show, Ember that would make Moon. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. that's all I want. I, if anybody's uh, going to show up tonight, I want it to be Ember Moon. Yeah, any- she's got a lot of independent history here in Chicago. She wrestled with AAW. She wrestled with Shimmer here. Big, yeah. big name in the Midwest. It wouldn't surprise me if some of those people are just here at that show getting a look as well. Um, I'm going to try and get over there soon because I know they're going to tape Dark Elevation and maybe some of those people could pop up on that show. Yeah, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and Rampage will be taped tonight as well. So uh, plenty to see on the show. Yeah, Shane, maybe Shane Lamack shows up. Maybe Shane shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on that, man? Uh, uh, it makes more sense with the issues that were going on in the men's rumble, that there was something going on with the way the match was produced. You know, like there's some dots that kind of connect there. Um, the underlying that wrestle votes line about this is going to have ramifications in the future. That certainly interesting. If you're a WWE follower, like what's going on there, but yeah. I don't know. I'll leave it to you boys. I don't want to interrupt too much. Thank you for the plug. Stay warm where you are. My hand is already cold. Uh, I, I regret doing this outside, but the phone signals. <laughs> Enjoy the show tonight and uh, knock them dead in the comedy show after, man. That's the plan. If you're coming out, uh, hey, Rick, great to see you. Rooting for you and all and, and the whole gang. All right, buddy? Thank Take you, care, man. You. See you guys. See you, Sid. See you, Jeremy. Bye, guys. Bye. Later. Do you uh, – uh, start with Rick. Do you expect something – somebody to show up tonight? Uh, do you expect an Ember Moon? Chicago, of course, Kev mentioned AAW ties. Do you have a good feeling about somebody jumping in there tonight? Um, I'm not going to expect it. But, I mean, almost maybe you should because we get a debut in AEW almost every other week yeah. uh, at this point with this company. Now, Louis Dangor did report uh, yesterday that there was going to be a debut, but that was right before Tony Khan announced that Brian Kendrick uh, was going to be on the show. So that could have been the debut. Brian Kendrick, of course, now been pulled from the show. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not entirely sure. Uh, if we're going to get anybody tonight again, I would hope it's going to be Ember Moon. I would say out of all the people that were released and there were a lot of talented people, uh, she's the one I would say out of the most that I I'm looking forward to the most to see what the next step in their career is. And I think she would be a home run, uh, hire for that women's division. In AEW. Absolutely. I'm just going to help y'all out because it took y'all a while. And some of y'all still call him Daniel Bryan when his name is Brian Danielson. I'm just going to get y'all into the routine. Uh, theme, nah, uh, uh-huh. uh, Stop calling her Ember Moon. Stop calling her by a slave name. <laughs> Ow! Slave name! Damn. Uh, Sid, uh, you think anybody's coming out uh, tonight? with the uh, I would hope uh, Athena, for sure. That's one of my... Uh, I, I, I haven't been the biggest fan of her character-wise when she was Ember Moon. I prefer yeah. her as Athena because yeah. she was just a great in-ring worker. Uh, Mia Yim is another one that I would love yes. to see. That's someone that is very talented and I feel like didn't get the spotlight that she needed in WWE. And of, of course, Keith Lee is the leader. Is on. Yeah, the leader. I, I feel I feel there could be a, uh, a I feel Cross could be on tonight. 
now, what I want to see as a wish list is I want to see uh, Shane Taylor and Keith Lee reform like they had in Ring of Honor and maybe uh, tear up AEW's tag division a little bit. Oh, because uh, that, that's what they need, another tag team in AEW. That, that, that tag team division's really suffering in AEW. They need another it, one. It right is. Now. Pretty well, boy colors. I'm with it. I'm not with necessarily it. to be a tag, but maybe uh, maybe Keith Lee with Shane Taylor Promotions as a faction. Not necessarily have to be a tag team on that. Um, let's go back to the Shane McMahon stuff. Uh, like Kev mentioned it here when he was on with us. WrestleVote saying a ripple effect for years to come. What do you guys take from that? Um, I think I think it's basically Shane has a relationship with a lot of people in WWE. And he, when he is around, he takes kind of like a locker room leader type of role and people listen to him. And I think that there is stuff going on behind the scenes that we haven't been, you know, revealed as of yet. We know Nick Khan is taking a, a bunch of control. We know Triple H is taking less like he's he's less involved in creative for NXT as well as the main roster. We don't we haven't been hearing much about Stephanie McMahon. There's a lot of changes behind the scenes, and one less McMahon, I would think, would have ramifications and consequences for WWE for years to come. Yeah, definitely. And uh, here in the chat, uh, Randy with a good question, David Boy Smith Jr. for the Owen Owen tournament. That would be uh absolute slam dunk uh guy to have in the tournament uh the guy can still go he just you know nobody had seen him on tv forever uh yeah. he, he's been doing good work in new japan and did absolutely nothing when he came back to the wwe so uh that would be a slam dunk uh who's, Shane, who's, the, who's the person here saying eva marie is all elite what, i what see are, i what see what are we doing here what i see doing? a i don't i don't just see eddie in the chat here i'm seeing a lot of people and i think they're just trying to be funny i think i don't know i hope I don't know. Uh, more on, uh, there is still even more on uh, Shane McMahon's story. Apparently, uh, Shane was supposed to be a regular on Raw as a heel to lead to a match at WrestleMania. Working, He was supposed to work the Elimination Chamber match and be eliminated by Austin Theory. So that was what was supposed to set up him and Theory at Mania, was both guys in the Chamber and Theory eliminating Shane. Uh, there are also reports that... Uh, Vince vetoed a lot of things that Shane wanted to do in the Royal Rumble match as well. So, um, yeah. So just, look, this is either going to be, this is either going to turn out to be one of two things. It's either going to be Shane was coming in there and trying to go into business for himself and set up yeah. a lot of stuff around himself and, yeah. and was causing a lot of havoc with that. Or this was Shane trying to come in and make the match better and mm -hmm. was getting vetoed by Vince. And then all of a sudden you have two very stubborn human beings who happen to be related to one another who started fighting. And the guy whose name is on the, you know, the CEO of the company said, get your ass out, boy. All right. It's, it's going to be one yeah. of the two. It's going to yeah. be one of the two. So either Shane was actually causing some, tr some problems or that's the story that's getting leaked. And Shane was actually trying to save the damn match. It's going to be, <laughs> one of the two. I mean, know. From the outside looking in, it sounds like Shane wanted to set up a WrestleMania match in the men's Raw Rumble. And Vince was like, we will have no setting up of WrestleMania matches unless it's Brock versus Roman Reigns. That's, that's what it sounds well like. Could be. Literally nothing was teased during that men's Raw Rumble match as far as no. like no, huge, no as far as like eliminations being key, focused yep. on in any type of way. It literally was all about the ending, number 30 coming out. And Brock winning. That's all yeah. it was about. And oh no, the only feud that continued in the Mentor Rumble was Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin and Matt Catmar. Yeah, and I, they had 
WrestleMania. There was, there was no continuity either. Like you had all that stuff with the Mysterios and Street Profits, and and freaking Ray and Dominic were never even in the match at the same time. Yeah, that should um, have been the easiest elimination to do is Dominic tossing out Ray Mysterio. That yep. should have been slam dunk easiest freaking elimination to do. They couldn't even do that. The nope. only elimination that honestly made sense was Sami Zayn tossing out Johnny Knoxville. That yep. was the only yeah. elimination that really made any sense whatsoever that I can think of off the top of my head. One final thing, because seriously, there is just a lot of stuff on this Shane thing. One final thing, another uh, thing that might have uh, really just rubbed people the wrong way was uh, with was the Bad Bunny involvement. Apparently, Shane changed Bad Bunny's uh, number entrance apparently and a lot of people within wwe are upset i don't know what exactly why i outside of the fact that maybe it just doesn't look good to change plans on someone that is a celeb out of the blue and uh, get them out of their comfort zone i don't know again bad bunny i thought looked good in the rumble maybe it would shut set up something with sheamus at mania but yet that was well that wasn't really followed up upon either um so uh you know, but that's on SmackDown, so maybe we will have Sheamus talk about uh, Bad Bunny on Friday and maybe set up a, a WrestleMania match there. But I, I think maybe Bad Bunny might have a concert then. So yeah, he's, he on, he's yeah, on tour so. during WrestleMania weekend. So, you know, the Royal Rumble had no continuity and no follow-up to it. So, uh, what a mess. What and a mess. you know what? If Brock Lesnar ends up winning the WWE Championship at Elimination Chamber, the Royal Rumble didn't freaking matter anyway because WWE was going to get their title for title match that they, they wanted to do, and they circumvented the Royal Rumble by having Brock win it. Uh, and they could have had Brock just enter as WWE champion to nope. get his match with Roman Reigns that he's wanted or didn't get at day one. So it just, yeah, it just feels like very lazy booking overall and that Shane McMahon is kind of being the scapegoat in all of this. But, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see because we, we've seen him leave before and we've seen him come back before. So it remains to be seen what's going to happen this time. Yeah, that that's just crazy. Now it's interesting what you do. What do you do with Austin Theory now in the in at WrestleMania? Because clearly they're they, they were trying to build something with him in his relationship with Vince and uh, Shane and him at Mania made complete sense. Maybe that still happens and this just all blows over because we still have fifty nine days till WrestleMania, as the graphic will tell you. Also true. Uh, why no NXT stars in the Rumble? Uh, yeah, that's a good question too. Nobody uh, because... seems to know. Because WWE doesn't want to promote NXT 2.0. Yeah, Have you ever noticed that in any of their promos, there is never a WWE symbol anywhere at all in an NXT promo? If you were somebody watching USA Network and you saw an NXT promo, you would have no earthly idea that that was a WWE product. I don't think they're proud of NXT 2.0. We've had the reports that have come out that they're disappointed in them. And I don't think they wanted any to trot out any of those stars and, and lean on them for any Rumble experience this year just because of that. I think I think a lot of that adds up and makes sense, in my mind anyway. That's mm -hmm. just me speculating. Yeah, they, you are partly right, but they do have the logo during NXT in the in the bottom left hand corner. Last night, that's last night. Like, last Did night. you see it last night? Okay, because yeah. I I've been looking at this for weeks and I have not seen one. So okay, that's fair. Our final story of the evening: Booker <laughs> T on his Hall of Fame podcast talked about how one superstar is now a huge babyface thanks to what happened at the Royal Rumble, and that is Seth freaking Rollins. Booker T said, "Did you see the crowd?" 
it would have been back in the day. It would have been uh, have stuff getting thrown in the ring. And it was like that. What I'm talking about as far as making fans feel a certain way, because Roman, his intensity, his intent, it makes it as real as possible. He can to the fan that is watching it. They got caught up in the moment. Seth Rollins becomes the biggest baby face in the arena right there based on what happened within the match. That person that can carry that is Seth Rollins as well. What did you guys think? Uh, uh, do you agree with Booker just kind of, how uh, everything played out with Roman Reigns in that uh, in that match? Do you feel like uh, Seth Rollins becomes a, a big babyface out of this whole thing? Yeah, Rick. Um, yeah, I think he's eventually going to be a full fledged babyface. He's still mixing it up with. He's kind of in that tweener mode right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's still mixing it up with uh, with Kevin Owens, who is also kind of a tweener right now, but is still technically a heel. I mean, look if you if you look at the the biggest the biggest indicator of what somebody is is how they treat the audience, right? Yeah. And Seth Rollins on Monday was hyping up that Cincinnati crowd. Yeah. By pumping up my Cincinnati Bengals going to the Super Bowl <laughs> for the first time since the year I was born. Uh, he called Cincinnati the hottest city in the country, which we are right now. Uh, just throwing that out there. Um, but yeah, like, look, he's doing a lot of baby face type things. Is he there yet? Not not all the way, but yeah, I think it's pretty clear that they're they're going down the avenue where they're going to turn Seth Rollins into one of their top faces on Monday night. Yeah, and Stephen Chambers in the chat saying thinking that Seth and, and Owens at Mania sure te- it sure teased that way just because Owens on it back. Start- Why not? Owens was getting upset that the fact that Seth did not have to qualify to get in. Uh, we'll see what happens in there. Uh, what are your thoughts, Sid, on uh, the direction of Seth Rollins? Um, I've said that since back at Survivor Series that Seth Rollins was getting a babyface reaction because I was there in Barclays Center in Brooklyn and he got one of the biggest reactions out of, you know, the Team Raw versus Team SmackDown 5 on 5. And you can just hear week after week the crowd getting more into the theme song, the oh, oh all of that. They yeah. get into the whole character and then positioning him against the top heel in Roman Reigns was only going to get him a baby face type reaction but i uh, i mean i don't take booker t's opinions that seriously because, <laughs> not many do yeah yeah like i just opinion- thought it was an interesting take that he had in there and uh it, it, you've kind of seen the seeds be sown on that a little bit but yet at the same time brick saying he's a tweener which is perfectly a, a good assessment as well uh, yeah. i i've said it before this has probably been my favorite iteration of a seth rollins character uh since you know since he's debuted so i'm having i love this character i think it will work as a baby face it works great as a heel as you already seen as well but it's weird though because you know uh, uh lashley was acting like a baby face at the rumble and he was anything but on mondays so it's another case of wwe not knowing what the hell they're doing somebody's so, yeah, yeah they're just presenting they're presenting matches with two over characters they don't care much about heel versus heel anymore yeah um we yeah. have yet yeah i mean we have yet to see them do an effective baby face versus baby face match in a very long time uh but heel versus heel is perfect because that's why everybody in wwe wants to play heel because it does not matter what type of reaction you get you are either the cool heel like seth rollins that gets over with the fans and the fans start cheering you or you were an effective heel who gets booed, like either this, or. This was one good. of the. Most, Let yeah, me ask was, you a question, real quick, real quick. This was one of the most interesting parts I thought about Becky Lynch's conversation with Stone Cold uh, mm-hmm. during Broken Skull Sessions. If you guys haven't watched it yet, I need to see that yet. Yeah, she. They started talking about you know he asked her does does he like does she like being a heel or a babyface better, and she talked about it's it's more fun to be the heel because you're not 
restricted. You're not restrained into this box, this baby face box that WWE kind of put you in. She didn't say the box that WWE put you in. I added that, but it's pretty clear what WWE restricts, what baby faces are allowed to do on a week by week basis. And she even said pretty much verbatim what Sid said, either you're the cool heel and people love you and they cheer for you and that's great. Or they boo the hell out of you and they hate you mm -hmm. and you're doing your job effectively. That's why everybody said it's spot on. That's why everybody mm -hmm. wants to be a heel in WWE. Yeah. And let me ask you one question. Do you think Adam Cole is profitable? And what oh. is he? What is he? He's a heel. And he's highly profitable for AEW. So yeah, and he's one yeah. of the most over people. Exactly. The audience, the audience is too smart these days. All right. We're we're all we're all in behind <laughs> the curtain. All right. We're gonna cheer for who we like no it's matter what. Real to me, damn it. Becky Lynch shit all over my city. All right. I, I ain't removed this Funko Pop. No, all right. It's still in, it's yet. still it's yeah. still minty. It's still in minty shape. Yeah. Cool. We're fine. That's going to do it for this edition of Sports Kid Top Story. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe and share this with everybody in the world. We got a lot of cool stuff. Kev Kellum was down at the Royal Rumble, had some great interviews with the likes of AJ Styles and Liv Morgan and Nikki ASH. So check that out. Also, uh, every Monday, Legions of Raw with uh, Chris Featherstone and bro uh, Vince Russo. Wednesdays, we've got the debrief, which is tonight. So after uh, after your AEW Dynamite, come head over to our Sports Kita All Elite page as Rico and Jose are going to break down tonight's Dynamite. Maybe some special guests. Maybe we'll see. Uh, who knows? And, of course, Friday Smack Talk with these two gentlemen and Dirty Dutch Mantel uh, every Friday. So make sure you like and subscribe and share that because we have a lot of fun in our acting with you as we have tonight with uh many of people that have joined our our show tonight i appreciate each and every one of you we also uh these two gentlemen also have a, another little podcast a little a little something you may want to believe in rick talk yes. to talk to them yes believe in pro wrestling podcast channel uh this is something that sid and i launched uh, uh early january we are growing uh slowly but surely every single day we're already up to uh, 118 subscribers on our youtube channel i dropped the link in the comments twice uh please subscribe we got some cool stuff coming up our next episode is going to drop tomorrow at 7 a.m oh by the way if you don't can't watch the youtube channel Anywhere podcasts can be found, whether it's Apple, whether it's Google, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio app, we are on there. It's Believe, spelled B A, excuse me, B L E A V in pro wrestling. You hey, can find, find us on Believe.com. It's right there. Please I spelled it in it, the chat. Subscribe. <laughs> I would really, really appreciate you guys uh, going to have some interviews uh, dropping up there uh, pretty soon as well so that uh, your support is uh, much appreciated. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, definitely. Sid, uh, what do you got going on, man? Uh, believe, got more going on than me. Believe in pro wrestling. Uh, you can also subscribe to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. We just yeah. hit 2,000 subscribers over there. And we just got a new show over on the Fightful Overbooked YouTube channel, True Rewind, where we go back in time and watch the Monday Night Wars between WWF Raw and WCW Nitro. So subscribe to all of those. But believe in pro wrestling. That's what it's all about. And Sports Keto Wrestling, it's, it's all moving Definitely uh, a lot of content for you to enjoy on there. And we'll see you on Friday on Smart Talk. Oh, for definitely. And uh, for Sid and for Rick and for myself, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to the top story. And once again, you know, there's always one important thing that you got to do about wrestling. And gentlemen, uh, what, what is that one important thing? Go into business for yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And believe in pro wrestling. <laughs> yes. And maybe enjoy wrestling. Yeah!
Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.